Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Polty, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we living? How are you feeling? A very emotional roller coaster of a weekend for you. I mean, kind of went into it knowing that this could happen at any step because I am a Longhorn fan. We don't usually go this far. So I mm-hmm. uh, was happy it happened. Or what is it? I mean, it'll be sad that it happened. Not best case scenario, but a, a good case scenario. You go deep, you make a deep run, you get the program out there more, and you lock up the coach of the future that you were big on. Yeah, I liked him a lot. And it looks like we've also confirmed with our coach beard recruits that we're going to actually stick. They're going to stick with the program, too. So they're still going to come. And you stayed, you stayed the hell away from Calipari. So it's a win for me as well. And uh, yeah, it feels uh, pretty good, I guess. <laughs> a little debatable. You might want to get rid of him soon. He seems to be fucking <laughs> off his rocker lately. I don't think you understand that I can't uh, quit him. I can't. I can't do it. I won't do it. Uh, it's much like uh, being a fan of the Magic back in the day in Hito Turkoglu. It's like you live and die by Hito Turkoglu. Uh, and we live or die by Coach Cal. We're going to have seasons where we lose because we can't make free throws. And we're going to have seasons where we're, you know, AP top five because we have every incoming recruit. So just got to live with it. Uh, the weird thing is there's there's some weird buzz that you know, our star players might return, which might be signaling the end of the one and done era. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously no one predicted uh, the final four uh, in our money bracket league. Uh, no one had any teams, any of the four teams. Uh, I'm, so I'm actually amped that I got the uh, one of the final four correct. Which one did you get? I got UConn in my final four, and I think I'm like oh, one of the yeah, few right. people that actually has that in like a correct, like a single final four correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean it was uh, pretty rare. Um, I think ESPN said they only had like 17 brackets out of 20 million at this final yeah. four, which probably it, would have been it's not four real. people, four people from Florida Atlantic. Maybe I can. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how else uh, so, like, that would have. I know on ESPN, you could always do the, uh, you could always just hit random for a bracket. That has to be it. Interesting. I did not know you could do that. Yeah. You could just be like, I don't know anything. Click random. And it'll like, we'll have San Diego state as your champion. I did this one time in Kentucky one when they were a nine seed. Pretty excited about that time. Interesting. Or eight seed, whatever that was, or they got pretty far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, uh, I guess, so we do have the Final Four this weekend. Um, yeah, let's talk sure about it. Be very cheap. Um, but <laughs> it is, um, I'll just give you this as like a, a feeler. It is more expensive to go to the Iowa-South Carolina State game up in Dallas for the Final Four than it is for the entire weekend of the Final Four for Houston. Interesting. The cheapest ticket right now on TickPick, which we sponsor as a show, is TickPick. Uh, the cheapest ticket on that for Iowa, South Carolina, is two hundred and seventy-five dollars. 
The cheapest ticket for all three games in Houston is $76 right now. Yes, that's uh, the the funny thing is is about the the when your team's in the final four is that if you plan to go to a national championship game, you know, four teams buy tickets for the entire weekend and then two of the teams are instantly eliminated that you know, the two days before. And so tickets are dirt cheap to go to the college bas- basketball national championship. Always. Always um, is, and it's always a good time. I mean, I was debating it. I don't think I'm gonna do it. I just don't care. Realistically, I just I already know what's going to happen. I, I I got the script. You got the script. I mean, Joe, I told you there was three teams that were going to win the championship this year. You My one team is still there. UConn. I said there's three teams that fit the the criteria of a national champion: Alabama, yep. Texas, UConn. UConn is going to win the whole thing. Let's just get that out of the way. We can get UConn future right now, basically minus one fifteen, a dollar fifteen favorite to win the whole thing. As soon Ooh. as they beat, as soon as I, they beat Houston, they're going to be a ten point favorite, no matter where you get this at. And I mean, there's just there's no one's going to beat that team. That is the best team in the tournament. Yeah, I have UConn minus one fifty. Uh, still minus one fifty. I know. Uh, still kind of tasty though. Uh, I mean, you know, San Diego State, Miami, FAU, uh, pretty scrappy teams. Well, here, let um, me kind of go through that, then. Let's talk that real quick. So our first game up is the, what is that, the 6 o'clock game? Or that's not right. That can't be. Uh, yeah, no, 5 o'clock, our time, Florida Atlantic, San Diego State. San Diego State's favored by one and a half. Uh, yeah, I got FAU plus two right now. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's easy to write them off just because it's FAU, but they are 35 and three. They've only been three beaten, beaten three times this year, yeah. which, you know, you can talk all you want about conference and division and strength of schedule, all that. But at the end of the day, you know, basketball is five people show up, you play against other five people, like to only <laughs> lose three out of 38 is, uh, these are a damn good team. I think the wrong team's favored. Yeah. I think FAU yeah. beats the shit out of them. I think that might be the most physical defense in this tournament. They handled Tennessee pretty well. Uh, they handled Creighton, which I actually thought Creighton was going to be the better team in that, but they they took care of business with Creighton. Creighton was actually just lucky to be in the situation, I felt. Yeah. Towards like the last five minutes of the game. Um, yeah, I'm taking FAU Moneyline right now. Uh, that's actually a pick I have. Um. So I feel pretty good about that. I actually even like the uh, over on this, 132. I feel like, ooh, you know what? Take that back. Not touching the totals. Arena basketball is really weird. I think it fucks with the kids' heads and depth perception. True. So that might be right. And that's kind of where I'm going with my next pick in the next game, the 749 game. Miami at UConn, or Miami-UConn. Yep. I, I think the line at 150 is way too high. Hmm. Interesting. So you're going under primetime. I'm going under 150. I feel pretty good about that. I think UConn's defense is going to be pretty damn good. Uh, I think we're going to see basically a sequel to what they did to Arkansas. UConn may score like 70, 80 points, but I don't think Miami scores that much. I would really appreciate it because the last thing I want is for Miami to, you know, end up winning like the men's and the women's uh, tournaments. But, uh, 
Actually, are they still alive in the women's? I can't remember. But no, don't um, worry. Uh, uh, Iowa took care of them. I think. Okay. Good. Um, yeah, it's an interesting line. Um, five and a half isn't isn't my favorite line. Um, maybe a teaser here. You know, take a you know a, a six point teaser. Get UConn to basically a pick them and take FAU plus eight. Um, it's almost like you read my uh, my bets on the Discord channel. I have a teaser of UConn as a pick them and FAU plus eight. I like that as an official pick for mine as well. Okay. Uh, but you're on to something, Joe. Great minds who think alike. Um, and then uh, I guess what if so FAU is six to one to win the title. Hmm. I think you're just throwing shit money away. There's so many better things you can invest. Yeah, but if you think if you think that they're going to beat San Diego State, then it gives you a really good opportunity to hedge in the championship, right? Because I mean, you're hedging. You're going to basically have UConn be a three to four dollar favorite if they're that high. I think if if it was if it's UConn FAU. UConn will open like a minus 160, minus 170 favorite. Um, no way. There's no way. You think it's going to be more than two to one? I guarantee you UConn's going to be a 10 to 11 point favorite, and we're going to be looking at around a 3 to $4 favorite. Okay, well, not, if that's the case, then it doesn't make sense to hedge because... Yeah, that, if anything, getting... take UConn now. I mean, I have a book here. I'll place a bet for you. Take UConn at minus 115, which I don't think I see a price better than that on... Fandle, yeah. DraftKings, anything like that. You send me money, I'll place that for you. Then we can hedge later. Then we can be like, hey, let's fuck around and see if Florida Atlanta can shock the world here real quick. Or San Diego State. True. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else in the realm of basketball? Still the last couple weeks here for NBA. Um, not seeing a ton of great stuff. Again, just kind of look for the teams that should be losing. I mean... If you want to go women's, I really do like Iowa State, or not Iowa, Iowa, not Iowa State, Iowa, Caitlin Clark. 11 and a half points is a lot. I know South Carolina is still a pretty damn good women's basketball team, but 11 and a half is a lot. I mean, Caitlin Clark put up a 40-point triple-double. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Give me the 11 and a half points there. And uh, I like Kim McCauley, whatever her outfit is, that pink-looking, kind of ferocious-looking thing. I like the LSU money line. Those are my two picks for the final four there, but I do think South Carolina at the end of the day wins the whole thing. Okay. Um, yeah, South Carolina is just yeah, they're really good. Um, Iowa. They don't. I don't have any over unders or anything on that that game. You may um, want to wait till Friday because that's when they'll start. Friday will be the uh, final four. Sunday will be the championship game. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for Friday's pod. Um, all right, anything else in the realm of basketball? Absolutely not, but I am ready for baseball. We are less than 48 <laughs> hours away. Yes, less very than 48 excited. hours away. We, we have, have our draft what? here in, what, an hour? Two hours. Two hours. Oh, Six wait, no, one Joe. hour. Yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got to wrap this fucker up. Uh, woo. Uh, yeah, so 
Uh, I guess real quick, uh, where do you want to start with MLB futures? You want to do some team totals? You want to do? I like uh, I, so. What I did is like because at the end of the day, this is basically giving a book or any of your bookkeeper, whoever's doing it, a basically a loan free interest interest free thing. If you're putting in a lot of future bets on this, not all of them are going to hit. It's going to be kind of ugly, and you're going to be waiting fucking six months to get that back if it does it. So I don't really recommend going like balls to the wall, but I do have some team totals that I think are absolutely, there's no fucking chance in hell. Okay. Uh, I read a stat today. If you add up all the wins overs for every single team, it's 2000 more wins than the, it, it's possible for every single team to win. Does that make sense? What? Really? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of action up, here. You're right. And that's kind of where I'm aiming at here. So that's kind of my target. A lot of these teams are going to go under, and I'm going to pick some I feel like are kind of common sense related, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, this is my thought press on it. Uh, for example, Dodgers, um, their their line right now is 96 and a half wins. Um, they lost a big core group of people. Yeah. I mean, Trey Turner gone. I mean. Justin Turner's gone. Uh, Cody Bellinger. I mean, now these aren't fantastic, like, at-bats every time, but, like, they've lost a core thing there. I didn't see them really gain anything in the news. Did you see, like, they didn't get a lot of free agent signings. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, Maybe I'm mistaken. J.D. Martinez was the big one. Okay, so J.D. Martinez would have been a big signing, like, eight years ago. Um, yeah. And that's, I think he's been a bum for the last two. I think since that World Series, he's kind of just been irrelevant. But anyways, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't know why they're still favored to win the NL West. I don't know why this... I, I think they may still win 80-plus games. It will be a good baseball team. 96.5 seems like a lot. Therefore, I'm going under with that. Okay. Uh, my next one is simply just... There's no real rhyme or reason here. I love that Marlon Friday is going to bring back the Florida Marlon Teal Blues. So I assume the Marlins will play a lot of Friday home games. Therefore, I'm taking the Marlins over 74 and a half wins. I don't know if I can quite go that route, but okay. <laughs> that, that, that's simply because of the Jersey review. I mean, I was like, I'm all for Although, it. Clearly somebody has because uh, here in mine, it's 76 and a half. I mean, they got a couple of good players, right? I'm, I I'm think that um, I was just reading uh, a great article um, where was it? Uh, Covers.com. Um, and they were talking about, you know, five players to watch. And Jazz Chisel, you know, he's on he's on the cover of, uh, is it MLB The Show? Yep, he's on the cover. Yeah, he's on the cover. Uh, but the new pitching rules and the new bases means he, I mean, he could steal 50, 60 bases. Um, that is actually going to be something very exciting to watch. Uh, I love the new rule where, I don't know if you're aware of this, but like when you pick it off, to kind of like, you know, throw away from the batter, kind of like slow mm -hmm. down the game a little bit. You can only do it twice. Yep. So basically after that second time, you can nail that jump pretty perfectly as a base runner. So we are going to see a lot more stolen bases. The bags are bigger. It's going to be both dope and tight. It's probably one of my favorite plays of baseball. Um, I guess my question is, so he throws over a third time. Does that count as a stolen base? So here's what happens. If they do not get him out, it is a balk, and he goes a second automatically. So, no, it will not count as a stolen base, 
but it'll be counted as like a pitcher error or balk or whatever. Mm, okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. Uh, what else you got? Uh, my next one. This is uh, pretty self-explanatory here. The Chicago White Sox, their team total for wins is 83 and a half wins. That is a team that I swear is cursed in injuries. They're, I don't know what's going on there. They did get rid of booze bag manager. So that should be a bon- a bonus for them. But mm-hmm. 83 and a half wins is a lot. I do see them as a 500 team. I don't think their pitching's fantastic. They're going to play through a couple. I mean, their division got a lot tougher with the twins. Uh, Pablo Lopez being on that side. Uh, Joey Gallo. I know that sounds silly to say. I think the twins are the best team in the AL central. I think the White Sox are going to struggle against them and the Guardians. The Guardians, sorry. I was just going to say, I kind of like the Guardians uh, plus 100 to win that division. Um, I do too. I mean, actually, I, to agree with you there, I do have a little future already on that. I, I like the pitching. I, I did see that Tristan McKenzie is already going to be set out for the next eight weeks, so he won't be back until May, June. So that's a little nerve-wracking for me. But I do like uh, Shane Bieber a lot this year. I think he'll... Have a pretty solid year. Um, guess when you're looking at your team totals, uh, uh, who's looking like the worst in baseball? Because we, I, if I remember right, last year the Reds started out like four and twenty-two or something. It was just free money every day betting against the Reds. So my favorite worst team to bet against, it's going to be two. We got Oakland Athletics. They've traded away anybody that you thought could actually be a major league player. Okay. So that's already a good spot. Their over under is 59 and a half. Now, I think realistically, I can't, I don't have the balls to take that. I think baseball teams are bad, but I don't feel like I should actually support a baseball team being that bad. I feel like a bad person. Yeah. Uh, but I do think if there's going to be a quick minute of like, hey, we're just going to bet against the athletics and see how well we profit each day, that should be awesome. Um, if 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 we got that at over fit sixty, I'd take it. I think they lose about a hundred games this year. Okay, and the second team. Second team is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Ooh, um, really? Their big signings was uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Yep. And a uh, big dig mountain, Rich Hill, right? So yeah. those are two names as they advertise as their big free agency signings. It's not a good sign. Um, they should lose a shit ton of games this year. I think they're the reason why I'm a little nervous about that is because they are in the NL Central. That's typically a really bad league anyways, but I think they'll be the worst of the worst division in baseball. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I also have uh, right now penciled the Nationals. Uh, Nationals are going to be pretty bad, right? No one Soto. Good- uh, but they are also playing in a very tough division. I mean, the Braves and the Mets have basically all-star teams at this point. And, uh, you know, playing the majority of your division games, uh, basically starting from behind, uh, I just feel like they're going to go way under. What if I told you I think they might win 62 games and that's the over for them? I believe it. Um, I it's not even so much the regular season win total that I want to bet. It is basically 
the first like month of the season, every time I see Nationals versus Mets or Braves, I am going to <laughs> know exactly what team I'm going to look at. Uh, to yeah, take. I think that's going to be. Uh, I'm going to set the setting on my uh, book to do an auto pick, auto bet. Mm-hmm. Just put twenty bucks down on every time the Marlins player. I'm not the Marlins Nationals. Sorry, I'm looking at NL East right here. But anytime, yeah, the Na- Nationals play, Pirates play, Athletics play. Maybe parlay those every day. I bet you we get some kind of pro- like model system profit on that. For sure. But here, okay. I mean, um, only other thing that I actually really like, and I'm just going to bring this up, the Diamondbacks are at 74 and a half wins. I think this is going to be a very surprising team. I like their add-ons. I like the young guys that they have getting called up. I don't think they get up to 500, but I think they get very close. So 74 and a half wins. I'm a big fan of them as uh, my NL we, uh, West. Total there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I mean, they definitely have a couple people I'm uh, targeting here in, uh, in our fantasy draft later that I won't mention. But uh, yeah, I agree. I think they have some up and coming players who are going to get some playing time. And, uh, you know, I don't see them overtaking the Dodgers or the Padres, but, uh, you know, they shouldn't be the, the bottom, I don't think. No, I really think if there is going to be a bottom, it's the Giants. Uh, they just keep regressing after their weird Cinderella year. Yeah, kind of a shame. I just don't. They just don't have the hitting. I think. Um, any division odds you like out there? I know we talked a little bit about AL Central uh, Guardians. Yeah, AL Central. We like the Guardians. Um, you're right. I think we're both on that one. Let me get this popped up real quick. I had a tab. Uh, AL East. I don't want to be too crazy here, but. Uh, I don't see why not sprinkle a little bit on the Orioles, right? <laughs> we can't we can't start our Orioles stuff this this early in the season again. Does that discredit we, uh, our knowledge in this game? It's, it's not even discrediting our knowledge, uh, but uh, you know, every every year, every season, every of every different league, you know, we find those teams that you and I are both like every day. We're like, hey. You know, Orioles overs, let's do it. Uh, or Rutgers football or, you know, whatever. whatever I know we at. love. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just a big fan of above average mediocre teams. So I, I do think there's a weird slim chance. I think the Baltimore Orioles could be in a a, li- a little division chase by like, I don't know, August. I think they're going to be the conversation. I mean, the Yankees are pretty banged up. Yep. Um, if anything, my real legit pick here would be the Blue Jays. I like Manoa. Uh, they got a couple. I'm blanking on their pitching staff right now, but they have a good rotation. This should be a bounce back year for Guerrero. I Boba Shet should be doing all right. I think that team is set up for success at two to one odds to win the division. I really dig it. I can I can see that happening. Okay. Um, let's see here. Anything else division wise? <laughs> I was about to say the Orioles have the same odds as the Athletics and win the division. Then I looked down again. It's like, oh, that's an extra zero. <laughs> yeah. So 25 to 1 versus 250 to 1 is a little different, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah. I'm not going to cannot... comment on the AL West because I will have some buys I'm going towards that. But I will bring this to who anybody listens to this a little tidbit on April betting in baseball. The Angels are always going to be favorites towards the very beginning of the year. 
by June, May or June, everybody's going to realize this team sucks again, and they're going to go back to being dogs to everything. So take advantage of that now. Basically, after May, don't bet them as a favorite anymore. It's ridiculous. Bet against them all through the month of April. Houston is a huge favorite for that division. Uh, Makes sense. I mean, it kind of does and doesn't. I mean, they lost Verlander. Uh, Altuve's out for indefinitely. I think I've read eight weeks. Somebody else yelled indefinitely in our group chat, but they still have a pretty solid team. I don't know, but the, the Mariners are just, they're sitting there. My boy, Julio. Cal I'm a Rally. big Mariners guy, secretly. I'm, I'm not supposed to say that out loud as a Ranger fan, but I do like that team a lot. I know. Um, I'll be up there in August to go watch them play. Mm, jealous. George Kirby. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think a little sprinkle on the Mariners might be fun. A fun one to record yeah. during the year. I, You know, um, I got my ticket on the Rangers already, so... Mm, yep. And I think that's absolutely worth the sprinkle. I think with the improvements we've made around the team, I'm not saying we win the division, but I do think we can make a playoff game. It's possible. It would be really fun to have a DeGrom one-game playoff uh, for the Rangers. God, that'd be a lot. Um, yeah, that'd be great. Um, anything else division-wise? I don't really see much. Uh, World Series? I love the Cardinals. Minus 130 Ooh. to win the NL Central. Yeah. That is by far the best team in the division. And you're getting it at basically even money. So I do love that. NL East. Can't help but just go with the Braves. I think that's the best rotation. Uh, Phillies aren't going to have Harper for a minute. I just don't trust the Mets. And that's really just kind of a bias there. See, uh, I just think it's the Mets here. And it might the be. Braves... Braves, remember, they started were up and down all of last year with plenty of talent. Um, obviously, you know, they got a couple people back healthy now, but uh, they had more than enough talent to run away with that division last year and didn't. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see how the Mets bullpen um, starts off now. They're already without Edwin Diaz. Uh, but, you know, plus 150, for me, that's where I would put a little sprinkle on. Yeah, and I, I, once again, I, I actually can totally see that happening. I just, I like that the Braves are basically even money and not like a favorite, essentially. Uh, it's just, that's, I feel like that really is a better team. And they got all those young guys signed forever. Uh, NL West, I'm still pretty shocked that the Dodgers are favored. I can't remember the last time the Dodgers weren't favored, but I thought this would be the year. So yeah, give me the Padres in this one. Okay. Um. What about World Series? Anything? Any big shots? Uh, I would say the two teams that I think there's value in their odds. Uh, obviously, one is the Cardinals, right? Because they're probably going to win the division. Uh, at, I think they're 17. Yeah, 17 to 1. Um, I haven't been 20 on mine, so that's still not bad. Yeah, and then the same reason the the Guardians, you know, they went they took the Yankees to Game Five last year in the playoffs. Uh, once again, shout out to Covers dot com. Uh, Guardians <laughs> is not a bad World Series. Bet no, I get a you know World Series like a buy. I fuck with the Guardians pretty hard. I think they just got Josh Bell, right? Yep. Another at bat to the lineup. It's not going to be just J Ram, so that should help out a ton. And they're still. 
Like they're going to have a lot of uh, that Quam guy is pretty damn good. He gets on base. Yep. That lineup is very sneaky, plus decent pitching. So yeah, I totally can see that. Um, realistically, I think it's going to be a Braves World Series. I think it's the best team. I think your NLCS is going to be Braves Mets. Your ALCS is going to be Astros Yankees. We're going to have Astros Braves, and I think Braves beat them again. That's that's my hot take prediction here. Hopefully, it's not too crazy for you. Pretty sure. I just can't see Houston repeating it unless you know Jordan eventually you know goes nuclear again. So um, I think that's what I was going to lead to next. Let's talk about player awards real quick. Okay. Uh, I'll start off with the American League MVP. I think we're at the point where this is the year of Otani, so I don't feel right betting on just him. But I do love Jordan Alvarez at 12-1 to odds for to be the MVP conversation. Yep. Uh, Definitely got to be up there. Uh, Looking around there, you know, Trout, I don't think he can ever overtake Otani now that Otani's on his team. You know, yeah, he's not even the best player on this team. How are you ever gonna like that's whoever's betting on Trout at this point is just throwing yeah. shit away. Uh, I don't think Judge is gonna repeat. Yeah, Judge the Yankees would have to win hundred games and the he'd have to hit fifty home runs. Right. Uh but I think out of your like top ten list on the American League MVP, I think the best value is Jordan Alvarez. I mean, I'd even say Vlad Guerrero. Old junior, but those two should should have some good years this year. Yeah, I'm looking here. I don't really see any long shots that I really think are going to pay off here. Um, yeah, I mean, for my own selfish reasons, I think Corey Seager's going to have a great year. No shift. I think he could take the Rangers to the World Series and win the whole thing. But that's just because I'm a biased human being. So. Okay. Interesting. You're going to have to reach for him uh, pretty fast in uh, tonight's draft. Think so? I think so. I think All so. All right. Let's go to the National League. Um, I think the clear favorite is Juan Soto. Uh, Mookie Betts is second. But I don't know, man. I I have a feeling that Manny Machado is about to go off. I feel like he's been close to that MVP every single year, and he just falls short. Yeah, odds-wise, uh, I think he might be a little bit more fun um, to bet than Soto. Um, I just, honestly, having anybody in the Padres or the Braves be MVP seems, like, ridiculous because, like, you know, the Braves lost, didn't have Acuna for, what, almost the entire year last year, and they were fine. Mm-hmm. So was he really an MVP candidate? You know, and, and the Padres uh, didn't have Tatis, but, you know, they didn't really drop a beat last year. Um, maybe if Trey Turner keeps it up uh, a little hot, it's uh, definitely hot right now. Um, so I do really like that because I actually really enjoy. Um, so back to what you're saying about the Braves. Uh, Austin Riley, I think he's. Yes, my he's boy. Due. Yeah, I, I think he can actually pull it off him or Michael Harris. I don't know if you can really go rookie of the year to MVP that quickly, but I kind of like that. I like the Braves actually win the MVP. If there was a bet like that, I would take it. Like, what yep. team does he come from? But yeah, I mean, I ain't got nothing special there. I like Machado or anybody really on the Braves there. Uh, 
Any thoughts on the Cy Young for the National League? Is it not how how is it not Sandy? Yeah, I I mean maybe if he gets traded to the American League halfway through the year. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like they're trying to keep him forever. American League Cy Young. Uh just as a homer I am, I put Jacob deGrom as a ticket, but I really I'm gonna probably fall for it, the Alex Manila thing. I think he's due for Cy Young. I think he's pretty damn good. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't see anybody else there on that list. Um, hmm. So now my question to you is, because you are the rookie whisperer, <laughs> and this might help me in my draft strategy, who are you picking for the American <laughs> League and National League Rookie of the Years? So I guess I can say this because you'll be the only one, on, and because it's a, a snake draft, it won't really matter too, too much. Um, I'm going in the American League Rookie of the Year with Masataka Yoshida. I think the uh, Red Sox are going to be a little bit better than people think. And I think he is going to contribute and put up uh, a lot of great stats. Um, You know, I'll I'll look at the other names on the list. Gunnar Henderson, Royce Lewis, Volpe. Like, I think they're going to be fine. But uh, the one that I think is going to blow people away and get a lot of momentum uh, is uh, is Yoshida? He's also a grown ass man too. I mean, he's played Jap Japanese ball and whatnot. It's not a bad pick mm-hmm. there. I actually don't mind it. I'm shocked of how favored Gunnar Henderson is. Um, yeah, because I don't even think he's playing opening day. No. Um, but which, neither did Julio last year. So who knows? It's true. That is true. Uh, what about National League? I uh, had a couple where I was like, all right, I'm going to look at this real quick. Uh, here, I had a... Uh, I think I Senya, you like, yeah, Daya, like Senya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, with the Mets, they should have a lot of wins. They should have a lot of media attention on them. Seems like a good pick there. Um, I, I don't understand how they're already picking, like, super favorited, plus 350, Corbin Corral. Jordan Walker is damn good, but I just, I, I don't see it. Uh, Corbin Carroll is just definitely someone I've got targeted um, for this year. Odds-wise, I don't think it makes sense. I mean, I think you'll still find those odds, you know, three, four weeks into the season when you can have to see, you know, a chance to see him every day. Uh, so, but like you know, the Jordan Walker one, he's a third baseman, right? I'm not crazy on that. Uh, is he I'm not sure. going to take fucking uh, Nolan Arenado's job? No, he's definitely not taking that job. That's a pretty safe job. I guess he's an outfield third baseman. Okay, so anyways, I, I maybe he's an outfielder, but I feel like there's already too much stud power on the Cardinals. I don't think he really takes over a spot there. Yeah. So I'm not too sold on that, but I think really Senga, uh, this worked for me last time in our uh, NFL Rookie of the Year. I'm going to go with the Lake Travis kid. Give me Brett Beatty for the Mets. Yeah. Definitely a little bit of buzz for him. Um, I, you know, we'll just see how the Mets season turns out. But I'm just going to um, bet on every Lake Travis to win Rookie of the Year and see how long that goes. <laughs> Thank you, Garrett out. Wilson. I completely yeah, forgot yeah. to place Garrett Wilson as a future, and I woke up to my account. I was like, oh, that's fucking sweet. Um, but other than that, here, I got not much. Anything for Cy Young? Uh, my American League Cy Young is going to be Jacob DeGrom or Alex Manoa. For my National right. League, I, 
really like uh i'm sorry what were you saying can i interest you and i know i can in some shane mcclanahan 12 to 1 well hopefully didn't he get hurt last year did something weird happen i think he did get hurt um i like a little a little combo here mcclanahan 12 to 1 bieber 12 to 1 I actually like Beaver, kind of like we were talking about. I think the Guardians are going to have a big year in the division. And that, then maybe just a, actually... a tiny, tiny sprinkle on my boy Joe Ryan. <laughs> the sprinklest of sprinkles. Um, yeah, what do you got? I kind of find uh, the most insane, like, if Matthew Boyd went out and won the American League Cy Young, I'd shit a brick. For some reason, you can still bet on Edwin Diaz, 80-1. Uh, to I don't know why. Uh, Miracle surgery. And maybe if he goes to the LeBron James of uh, knee doctors. So NL, you still like Sandy, but again, I'm just not confident that Sandy stays in the NL. There's no way they fucking trade him. <laughs> they, There's, they why should, would they keep if him? If they were going to do it, they should have done it last year. There's, they're they're going to pay that man. I think they already did. Did someone is going to come? The Dodgers or Red Sox or yeah, someone is going to come and get Sandy. It just makes no sense, you know. You or the if, if you if, you're, if we were going to keep Sandy truly long term, then we don't trade Pablo Lopez. But I mean, he's signed a. F- it, I can't he's... even say. I'm saying the words "we" as a Marlins. <laughs> I'm not a Marlins fan anymore. Joe, you, know, you know he signed a deal, right? Yeah, yeah, a deal. Okay, we signed Stanton to a deal and sent uh, sent him backing. I just don't see it. I no fucking way. They trade away Pablo Lopez. They're not going to trade away Sandy all in back to back days. Uh, okay, as a former lifelong Marlins fan, I can tell you that's absolutely going to happen. Okay, but um, I mean, what else? You know, Tony G was on fire last year. He's forty two to one. Uh, he was like a top three Cy Young candidate for like what the first two to three months. Yeah. Um, looking around elsewhere, do you want to know who they, the opening day starters are? Um, I think I saw uh, Sandy Burns, Scherzer, Strider, Nola. Nola's getting some love. Um, you know. Uh, Nola just has heads up right now. Nola, Jacob DeGrom, Thursday at 2 o'clock. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies are Moneyline Dogs, plus 110. Jacob DeGrom, minus 130. Interesting. Kind of like the Phillies. Until I see it from the Rangers, I just don't, I don't know what to expect from them. Oh, you're going to see it, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, Spencer Strider is probably my pick in nine to one. Um, it's just not filthy. a bad one. Um, yeah, elsewhere going down the list, not too many actual long shots I think are worth anything. Um, unless Kodai really comes out and it's you know, basically with a Sandy. <laughs> you do love some Sandy. Well. All right, anything else you got uh, for here, or I guess maybe even for MLB opening day, if you have any lines for that? One of my favorite uh, plays is going to be this. I love the Houston Astros money line. Dylan Cease is going to get lit up day one 
in Houston. He does it every time he's in Houston. So I like that. And this is just a little opening day parlay. Kind of keep your keep your heart going throughout the day. I have Freed beating the Nationals. Patrick Corbin is the opening day national starter. Okay. I like that. Where was the next one? I was I do not like Blake Snell for the Padres to start off the thing. I'm not a Blake really? Snell guy. I think he is absolute trash. He was one of my guaranteed okay. First five inning, a first five innings over guy. Blake Snell's pitching, send it. But that being said, if you add the Angels beating the Oakland Athletics that day, so Astros, Braves, Angels money line, you're looking around a two to one odds there. So I do like that a lot. That is my opening day three game parlay. I worry that uh, maybe Snell wasn't uh, fully healthy because, I mean, at least so far in the spring, he's looked. Very good. Uh, looks more like yep. uh, Tampa Bay Rays, Blake Snell. Um, yep, but, can't uh, wait to see just good old-fashioned regular Blake Snell. Yes, I would definitely be looking to bet the Braves. Uh, I think Baltimore-Boston, uh, that whole series, uh, we're betting over, probably. Um, uh, I'm actually... Uh, give me the plus one and a half for Kyle Gibson to shut out the Red Sox. I don't really? think the Red Sox are good. Uh, I think they just got they have they have some talent. There's a certain level where Do you want to hear the- my very, very bold hot take and I will keep it to us on this recording for the day? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. I think the Red Sox will lose anywhere from ninety five to hundred games this year. Ooh, I can't see it. Let, you look at take a look at their rotation. I know. Come back to have- me. I can't remember the last time the Red Sox had a rotation. Uh, it's been years, um, as our friend of the pod, Alex Post, will tell you. Uh, right. That's why we're going to keep this very quiet just for today. But I think there's a very solid chance that is a 100-loss team this year. I'm going to go Braves, Rays, uh, Red Sox, uh, Orioles over. That's going to be my opening day parlay. Lock okay. it in. Well, We'll for sure talk more then, but Joe, I have to go. I have to go to the bar to go start drafting. Yes. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to like us, subscribe, everything, all the good stuff. We will be back hopefully on Friday. Uh, and that's going to be the opening day for our draft league, our DraftKings uh, league, correct? Yeah, and we'll all talk strategy about that and how to set that up so we can at least go I through think, that. Uh, Moving forward, now that we're in baseball season, we'll probably be doing Tuesday, Friday morning pods. Uh, just yeah, so why we can not? Talk a little bit about, about that and get onto a regular schedule. So, um, thanks everyone for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Peace.